Science fans, it's Mrs. Corbett here, and I'm going to teach my husband some GCSE science. And I am the husband. Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> hello, are you a Victorian <laughs> police officer? Oh, hi there, <laughs> young skellywag. Right, should we, should we do some physics? No, let's continue down this road. Let's, let's explore the role-playing <laughs> opportunities of Mrs. Corbett as Victorian characters. Do a rubella patient. Very good. All right, then, let's do some physics. <laughs> well, the good news about today is it's not just physics. Oh, that is good news. It's your other favourite type of science, too. Biology? Nope. Hang on a minute. That's not my favourite type of science. I know! Welcome to the world of rhetorical questions! Okay, so we're going to do common content with chemistry. So the good news is you've done all this before. Okay, cool. So we're going to do the atom, development of the atom. The reason being is we're on the last topic of physics, which is to do with radioactivity or radioactive atoms. Okay. Okay? So, what's an atom? It is a bit of everything you've forgotten everything already it is it is a collection of electrons and neutrons all spinning around (laughs) okay so atoms are big or small small they have a radius of one times 10 to the minus 10 meters yep so small um what have we got? What are they made of? So we've got... What's the centre of them called? A nucleus. Good. What's in the nucleus? Um, protons. And? Neutrons. Correct. And where are the electrons? Spinning around in shells. Lovely. And what makes up the majority of the size of the atom? Is it the nucleus or is it like as empty in the radius? Empty space, Mrs. Corbett. Very good. Empty it's the space. empty space. So the nucleus is like 100,000 times smaller than the, than the actual atom. It's a bit like putting a tennis ball in the middle of a football stadium, is what they say. Yeah, yeah, exactly that. Talk to me about how the electrons are arranged. As in, in the periodic table? No, as in around an atom. How would, you, how would they be arranged? Oh, so um, the electrons move around. In, like, they orbit the, the, um, the nucleus, so to speak. Very good. And they're actually arranged in different energy levels, aren't they? So the first energy level, there are two electrons in it. Do you remember this? Yep. Second energy level, there's... Four, six, eight. Eight. Good. The third energy level, there are... Eight. Very good. So you remember how we drew the electronic structures? Yeah, They're the energy levels. If you do triple science, you'll know that depending on what energy level they're in, if you excite them, they can jump to the next energy level and then they jump back and they release colours and that's how we get fireworks, stuff like that. How fun. Yeah. So the the arrangement of the electrons um, can uh, change with the absorption of electromagnetic radiation, um, which is colour, essentially. Um, So talk to me about, if I show you the periodic table, the tile will have two numbers on it. Yeah. Talk to me about those numbers. Well, um, one is larger than the other. Very good. One is smaller than the other. That's the same thing. Mm, Is it though? Is it? Uh, One is the uh, mass. Yes. And one is the the atomic number. It's the atomic number. And what's the atomic number equal to? Um, the number of 
electrons. No, 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 don't, no, no, don't, don't, don't send me down wrong paths, Mrs. Corbett. That's unfair. Leading questions. Said literally nothing. The atomic number is equal to the. I don't know. It's protons. Which is usually, if it's not an ion, is the same as the number of electrons. But the proton number, remember, that's what makes the element the element. What so did I say? You said electrons first, and oh. I said no. Um, so, for example, sodium has 11 protons. Mm. The atomic number is 11. If it had 10 protons, that would be neon, different atoms. So the protons is what makes the element the element. And then the mass number, what is that? Mm. What's that made of? What's it made of? Yeah, what's, what, so what makes the mass of, a, of an atom? The electrons. No, they have almost no mass. Negligible mass. Wowie, you forget everything. <laughs> I have forgotten everything about atoms. <laughs> <laughs> it's a chemistry exam tomorrow. Come on, liven up. I don't know. What is the mass made of? Okay, so protons have a mass of one. Yeah. Neutrons have a mass of one. Electrons have a mass of one over 1,836, or basically nothing. Uh-huh. Protons have what charge? Plus one. Neutrons? Minus one. No, neutrons, zero. Zero. Electrons? Minus one. Okay. So, on a tile, the if I've got sodium as the example, 11 protons, but the mass number is 23. So, what is it telling me? What has mass in, a, in an atom? Protons. And? Uh, neutrons. Good. So that number 23, that means that there are 11 pl- protons and how many neutrons? Oh, this is 12. 12, very good. Jeez. Oh. Um, okay, so other things that we know from the last topic. This whole, this whole episode is just remembering, or not remembering in your case, stuff wow. that we've done before. So other things that are on the specification. The number of electrons is equal to the number of protons, so it has no overall charge. If it does have a charge, it's an... What's it called if it's got a charge? By losing or gaining electrons. Uh, 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 what? what? <laughs> yeah. I. Ionic. Ion. It's an ion. ion. Yeah. Do you remember the two types of ion? Um, fancy and uh, basic. <laughs> positive and negative? Sure, okay. My mum is positive about... Cations and, and anions. Very good. Um, all atoms of a particular element have the same number of protons, so sodium has 11, it can never have anything else, otherwise it'll be soft sodium, magnesium, or it would be neon, etc. Um, okay, so some atoms, and this is really important when we move on to talk about radioactivity, some atoms can have different number of neutrons. Do you remember what they are called when they've got a different number of neutrons? So what? So sodium has 12. 12 neutrons. Yeah. Uh-huh. But sometimes you can get sodium with 13 neutrons. Oh, yeah. And you put a little plus one next to it. No, that's the charge when you get rid of electrons. Ah. Neutrons only affects the mass number. Ah. Heavy sodium. Mm-hmm. Oh, literally. So hydrogen has no neutrons, but you can get it with one or two neutrons, and it's called hydrogen deuterium when it's got two and tritrium when it's got three, and it's called heavy Heavy hydrogen. Oh, there you go. Um, begins with an I. Homer plays for their baseball team. Isotope. Very good. Um, he didn't play for the baseball team, Mrs. Corbett. He was the mascot for an episode. And then he hit the big time and realised that he loved his family more. You remember that. You remember that. <laughs> <laughs>
um, so essentially you have to as a student you have to be able to identify what an isotope is so if I showed you oxygen oxygen has eight protons and generally has eight neutrons so its mass number is normally 16 sure. but if you get shown one that's like 18 you would go oh it's got two more neutrons so therefore it's an isotope of, of oxygen does that make sense yes it does lovely now one more thing just one more brief thing um the history of the atom what do you remember go rutherford ernest Ooh, rutherford look at you jj yeah uh throwing stuff at a sheet of gold this is not bad this is not a bad memory okay we're going to start off with the greeks Oh, oh, we're going, we're going right back to the start. <laughs> Atomos, Once upon a time, Atomos, little balls of little balls of stuff make up everything, and then we, we'll move on to JJ. What did JJ do? Uh, JJ, he made the um, like the diagram with the lines, like the two D diagram of the atoms. He discovered the electron. JJ, uh huh, clever man. He also and did he draw it in a 2D fashion with lines? Did. There you he go. came up with the plum pudding model. Do you remember the plum That's pudding right, model? That's the plum pudding model. So he was saying that all atoms are positive with these bits of negative in them. And they were the plums in the plum pudding. No one's ever had a plum pudding because we're not actual Victorians. Mm. Which is weird. What a lovely link to the beginning oh. of this podcast. Um, so yes, uh, plum pudding model. And then Rutherford, he did the gold foil experiment where he pinged some alpha particles at a sheet of gold and he hypothesized that if the plum pudding model model was true it would be reflected because positive hitting positive will repel each other would be reflected but what he some of them did but what he didn't foresee is the majority of them passed straight through that gold foil which means that um atoms are mostly empty space most of that that one uh, one atom thin gold foil was empty space um, so he came up with the nuclear model. And the nuclear model of the element is that there is a positive nucleus, loads of electrons on the outside. So what did Chadwick do? Chadwick? <laughs> Chadders. This is exactly what I said last time when you told me about this, and I was just buying time for my brain to kick into gear and maybe think of something. So, uh, going back to Chadwick and what he discovered, it was that um, plums in pudding are actually not that nice. Uh, so, instead... Stop, stop stalling for time. <laughs> what part? We've mentioned the electrons. We've mentioned the protons. So what did he discover? Neutrons. Neutrons. Where was this extra mass coming from? That's what he he found out 20 years later. He was like, it's called a neutron. It's a, it's a particle that is there, is present in the nucleus. Quite important. It's going to come up later on. But he, he named it the neutron. Um, before we got to him, there was also another guy called Bohr. Do you remember Bohr? Boring Bohr. Boring yeah. Bohr. So he put the, the electrons into their shells and their orbits. So... Each orbit is two electrons in opposite spins, and each shell can hold is an energy level that can hold a different number of electrons. In my opinion, that was the that was the most important um, development in the history of the um, of the atom. What ball? Yeah. Why? Uh, because the the spinning in the shells seems important. It seems to be linked to everything. It is. Electrons are everything. They're all of the chemistry and everything else. You will be pleased to note, Mister Corbett, mm. that is it for this session because it is a crossover. I will say I'm disappointed with your level of memory and recall. It's it's been a quite a long day, Mrs. Corbett. I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's not we really an excuse. Let's get your brain. When you do your exam, really folks, make sure you uh, make sure you drink plenty of water and eat loads of food and get lots of sleep. Don't be tired. <laughs> <laughs> 
a sad part of a human right now. <laughs> so kind of you to say. See you later. Bye. Bye.